How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. These guys are good. Scary good. Happy Halloween. We actually have a special holiday episode. This is our Halloween episode. We're going to be in costume. Halloween is awesome. It's just awesome. There's no need to wait for a zombie apocalypse. Ah! Mike Danger. Maybe I'm turning into a zombie like from that EAS test that got sent to our phones earlier. Excellent. I feel fine. You feel fine, right? We're not turning into zombies anytime soon. Gene Battaglia. Oh, gosh. It's a snake massacre. Yeah. So I have snake skin and guts and everything. I like perfect for Halloween. Gross, Gino. Gross. You know, he obviously has skins on the wall. Spooky. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Sam Laporta. Touchdown, Leonard Fournette. The NFL trade deadline. We have a trade to announce. Rangers finished off the D-backs 3-1. They grab a 2-1 World Series lead. James Harden is on his way to the Clippers. Let's go, Amherst. The 100 grand bar. Happy Halloween to you, my friend. Happy Halloween to you. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Our Halloween Spectacular, always one of our favorite shows of the year here in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia, and it just so happens to fall on the NFL's trade deadline day, the deadline passing now about 10 minutes ago, and the Buffalo Bills making a move that I think it's hard to say doesn't improve the roster. This absolutely improves their roster. Yeah, no, you didn't get the big flashy wide receiver. It's a move that, my gosh, they fit him under the cap. Rasul Douglas, a corner, instantly becomes your corner too, right? He's going to be playing opposite Christian Benford. Maybe you decide, hey, there's something here. Now his cap figure next year is going to be at $9 million, but he's not signed beyond that. So the Bills could have some wiggle room to renegotiate after uh, this coming season. And maybe if you take this a step further, this will draw you know the conclusion to Tredavious White's career. But I think we're only looking uh, in Buffalo, we should say. Right now for the Bills, this is a clear upgrade and a good job by Brandon Bean, especially for the price. A third-rounder for a fifth. And this third-rounder was, you get two, you had an extra one there for losing Tremaine Edmonds. So, to me, this is uh, is good business by Brandon Bean. Yeah, you've brought in a couple of uh, players in the last 48 hours here who have a history with uh, the Buffalo Bills. You have... uh, you, you, you have Leonard Fournette uh, mixing it up with Shaq Lawson, and you have Josh Allen talking trash last year to Rasul Douglas, calling him, telling him that he effing sucks. So that's uh, <laughs> that's going to be a fun, fun conversation. Welcome to the team, boys. Yeah, I hope somebody asks Allen about that. Well, <laughs> got my pick coming up here, Danger. Uh, Maybe I don't know. All right, before we get to your survive and advance pick, and, and by the way, Amherst head coach Seth Appert joining us. Uh, we'll jo- he'll be joining us here in about 10, 15 minutes or so, and uh, we'll preview this weekend's action for the first place, Rochester Americans. Gino, who's in hot water? This is actually pretty funny because we have people dressing up today in the spirit of Halloween. Allegedly, Jim Harbaugh had one of his staffers actually go over to the, because you need to cheat when you're playing Central Michigan. He had this guy, Connor Stallions, go 
over to their sideline wearing a hat. And people have placed this together. Now there's investigation. Stallions was suspended at the time. So he goes over and he, for some reason, is on the Central Michigan sideline doing God knows what. Central Michigan now has done their investigation. Jim Harbaugh, does he escape all this? I think this year, Danger, he's going to be okay. I can't imagine the NCAA because they move like a snail, Correct. right? So, But eventually, he's in hot water. I know every Ohio State fan loves me saying that and every Penn State fan. Heck, anybody who's not a Michigan fan loves me saying that. Jim Harbaugh, you're in hot water. See how good hot water can be, unless you're from Michigan. At Ace Swim and Leisure, they've been serving Rochester area families since 1962. It isn't very often that something cool comes along and different as the all-new Jacuzzi Swim Spa. It's the right size. It's the right price. The pool spa combo that gives you the pro-grade water workout and therapeutic water massage. See it for yourself at Chase uh, at Ace Swim and Leisure's Chile Avenue store today. AceSwim.com. I'm just so excited here, Danger, about my next no, Well, let's... Let's not delay the inevitable here. It is week nine in uh, Survivor football. Geno's survive in advance. Nine times. This yes. is uh, this is this is a big week. It's a big week. Now, Geno, you're you're carrying the torch for the sports bar. Now, I'm just a casual observer watching your mind work. No, watching... no, 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 no. You're 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 the politician who has dropped out. But now I need your endorsement. Oh, now I, I need see. your endorsement. Well, I, I thought endorsement? you wouldn't need my endorsement because you you attack these picks with gusto and confidence, and you deliver with with so much bravado that it's hard for me to believe that you need anybody's endorsement. This I is love, the right pick, and there's no questioning it. To everybody, this is extending now outside the borders of the sports bar. People are reaching out to me that are finding the show. Yes, this is what we love to do here in the sports bar. That is to win at Survivor Football. You know all the rules of the game. Once you pick a team once, you can't pick them again. But unlike some others, I don't really care about Week 10. I didn't care about week two and week one. That's the whole... It's it's not a secret. It's very simple the way we, we attack this, right? We're taking our best play this week. And worry about next week, we get the next week. But that's the funny thing about this late danger. Things change all the time. Teams we can choose. Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City, Dallas, Detroit, Miami, Seattle, Philadelphia. These are our winners. Yeah. Do you notice a theme here? Here's the theme. Where are they in the standings? I'll read it for you. First, second, first, second, first, first, first. Okay? <laughs> yes, we're picking good teams. Here's another way to look at this. Teams we picked against. The Texans, the Raiders, your Chicago Bears, the Patriots, the Panthers, the Panthers again, the Cardinals, and the Commanders. We survived last week. Bad teams. Bad teams, all right? And last week, we broke the rules there, taking the Eagles, who are a very good team. They're not playing their perfect football right now, but we broke the rules. Divisional as a, game. Yeah. This week, divisional games, we don't have a choice. There, there aren't any we can choose from. Oh. Philadelphia's home against Dallas. There's not really many divisional games, period, this week, so we don't okay. have to go down that road. We don't want to take a road favorite. The Colts by two and a half at Carolina. No, thank you. Chargers by three of the Jets. You know, that's your Monday night game. Mm. Um, yeah, take out the small favorites at home. The Steelers are minus three against the Titans. I don't think you anything, want anything to do with the Steelers on a short week. I here, do think right? the Steelers are winning that game, though. I'm not saying that that should be your survivor pick. I do think the Steelers are winning that game. 
That for, for Levis, that all of a sudden I'm tuning into that game. I mm-hmm. want to see what the for kid sure. is going to do about it. Uh, the Patriots are actually favored this week. And now, well, I, I got to check the line here. Has that actually moved? They were minus three against the Commanders. And the Commanders just shipped out two defensive linemen today. Yeah. Uh, the Texans are minus two and a half against the Bucks. Green Bay is favored by three against the Rams. We don't want the Texans. We don't want Green Bay. We only want good teams here, right? Oh, <laughs> here's a good team danger. The Bengals. Mm. Oh, we're going to talk a lot about this game uh, tomorrow. Anthony Casenza from Cincinnati Jungle will be joining us here, and uh, they are the playing the best football in the league right now. Can we say that? Do we want them as two point favorites over the Buffalo Bills? No, we do not. You're not going to pick. No, against the we're Bills. not picking against the Bills. No, I'm sorry. And this one's interesting. The Falcons favored by four and a half against Minnesota. Minnesota trading for Josh Dobbs today. He's not going to be onboarded in time. He's not going to get started. I guess my question is why, and we'll be joined tomorrow by PJ Glasser. Why isn't that line higher? Because you don't know who the quarterback for Atlanta is going to be. Right. So if it's Ritter, I would think, no. If it's going to be, I I would think that they would actually get a bounce there if they decide to go to Heineken. Ah, you know what? We got better choices. Cross that off. Leaves us two choices, danger, and some uncertainty here. Cleveland is minus eight over Arizona. Now, there are multiple reports that it'll be Clayton Toon getting the start for this game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that Clayton Toon? Clay- <laughs> Clayton Toon, that Kyler Murray. <sighs> That's my only hesitation. All of a sudden, does Kyler Murray pop up on Friday like, hey, I'm ready to go? Well, the thing you could do, I suppose, if you're talking about ramping up Kyler Murray... You could start tune and make Murray his emergency backup, but the emergency might be we're getting clobbered and we want to win this game, so let's get Murray in there to maybe give us a better chance. I don't know. You do have the uh, team going from west to east. That does mean something in the league. That is positive, and I like teams that, hey, they should have won last week on the road Cleveland. Now they're coming back home. They need this one, but... We have another one to discuss, and that is eh, your Bears. Saints, mm. Saints are favored by seven. Who's at quarterback for the Bears here? I think it's too soon to tell. Right. I think it's too soon to tell. I I mean, Justin Fields gives them the best chance to win. I'm saying that with my teeth clenched. I, 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 I don't feel confident about either of those guys, but he gives you the best chance to win just because he's so athletic. He's such a dynamic playmaker, but the Bears are going to screw it up. You know, when I woke up this morning, I thought we wouldn't have a decision that it would be deferring. The executive producer asked me this morning, what are you doing? I'm like, I think it's the rare time I got to defer. We are not. Mike Danger, if I may have some music, please, here, my friend. Yeah, it's that music! Get up, Cleveland! You know we're not going to lose week nine here in the sports bar. Yeah! Cleveland rocks in the spirit of Brian Sight and Sam Rutigliano. Week 9 is going to be our pick. Cleveland playing a lousy quarterback. Woo! <laughs> Moving on in November. Let's win. Survivor football. Yeah! Now, thank me on Monday.
for for those that don't recognize the music there, that's the uh, theme from Major League. Who if I'm not mistaken, would, anybody would anybody recognize. under the age of thirty doesn't recognize that music. Get out! I would think anybody that under the age of thirty, 30. doesn't recognize. What year did it come up? It came out in '88, but it's on okay. all the time. Very good. All Anybody the time. under the age of thirty is like, "What's this old man talking about?" And what is this music? He might as well be talking about dancing the Charleston while he's making his survive and advance pick. I recognize it because I've seen that movie. Uh, I don't know, 173 times. I quote it. But we are men of a different generation now, Gino. Clayton Tune. Co- well, you can't say coach's decision because they shipped off the quarterback. That made it really easy. But yesterday, it was a coach's decision. Who was the last quarterback as a fifth-round rookie as a coach's decision to get the start? I, oh, I you know I the know. answer to that. I think I know the you answer. You know the answer yeah. to that. This is a masterstroke by McDermott. Anything game. more than what Tyrod did last week, I would consider thriving for a Buffalo Bills quarterback. Then that should be Peterman's stats after the first quarter. Peterman is going to make mistakes. He might not make it out of the first half. I have been waiting since week one. And I think that Peterman, from everything we've seen in preseason and in the, the little bit in New Orleans... I think he's the man. Dom, I'm warning you. You watch, Gene. You Same. are crazy. <laughs> oh. Why can't it be us? Dude, you're going to be so disappointed. Uh, I'm not. Monday. There is no way I'm going to be disappointed Monday. <laughs> Couple of things. Mm. And I'm not trying to knock you down a peg because oh. you're flying high. Okay. But you are. And, and PJ Walker is going to be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. And they almost beat Seattle last week. So on the road. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fully aware who the Cleveland quarterback is. I also love Cleveland's defense yeah. against Clayton Toon. Yeah. Now, what if Kyler Murrelson says, hey, everybody, I'm ready. I'm trusting these reports. It's going to be Clayton yeah, Toon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I, I would not bet on Clayton Toon, but it's hard for me to bet on P.J. Walker in the same breath. But if, if we're breaking ties, yes, the Cleveland defense... It's pretty good defense. Yeah, that, that's, that's what we're banking on, and they're playing the worst team in the NFL. Amherst head coach Seth Appert has to follow that up. Not sure how he's going to do it. He might just be like, guys, I'm busy today. Um. <laughs> uh, love our time with uh, Coach Appert. He'll be joining us next. We'll uh, recap uh, a busy week last week for his team where they're on a bit of a, a hot streak now. First place, Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert joining us next on The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. 
Trade at the deadline for the Buffalo Bills. They pick up cornerback Rasul Douglas from Green Bay. He was the 10th-ranked corner this season, according to Pro Football Focus. This in exchange for a pick swap. Buffalo giving up a third-rounder, getting back a fifth from Green Bay. The Bills did make it official today with the signing of Leonard Fournette to their practice squad, releasing Kendall Vickers. The Washington Commanders are busy today, sending out two defensive linemen. Montez Sweat goes to the Bears for a second-round pick. Chase Young goes to the 49ers for a third-round pick. Minnesota Vikings get a quarterback today. Josh Dobbs goes to Arizona. From Arizona to Minnesota, guard Ezra Cleveland goes from Minnesota to Jacksonville. We do have some Amherst hockey to talk to. Seth Appert joining us next year in the sports bar. Brandon Byro getting called up to the Sabres. Gene Battaglia, The Fan Rochester. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Man, it is so early in the season, but it still feels nice to say your first place, place. Rochester yeah. Americans, uh, back on the ice this week. And, and let's let's talk to head coach Seth Appert here in the sports bar as we do every Tuesday at this time. Uh, coach, welcome on in. Appreciate the time as always. Team is playing hot right now. But from the last time we spoke, we, we've rattled off three wins here. Talk a little bit about what has led to this uh, this little streak that we got going on. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Happy Halloween. Um, yeah, it was a good week. Uh, we, we played good hockey last week. Uh, as, as I said to you last week, I thought we were pretty sloppy uh, in the first four games, even though we found a way to win a few. And uh, last week, we just played the right way. We, we had a real honesty uh, to our game, to our efforts. I thought we were hard to play against. We managed the puck a lot better, um, and so therefore we, we got we got more offense and, and gave up less, uh, which is a good recipe for success. Yeah, uh, so that brings us to this week, and we had the news today that while the, the Sabres are uh, not carrying uh, three goaltenders right now, uh, with Devin Levi coming back and Comrie going out, you, uh, you'd send up uh, Brandon Byro, which it's always a little bittersweet as an Amrick fan, but that's the whole objective here to get guys up to the next level. So, you know, Seth, uh, you know, your thoughts on Byro and what he has to offer up in Buffalo? Yeah, it's a great day uh, yesterday getting that call. He's, uh, he's a guy that's earned this and, and has been deserving for some time. Last year, there just wasn't a lot of opportunity, and then he got hurt at the end. So, you know, there, what a story he is. Uh, undrafted free agent signing. Um, struggled early in his time in the American League and, and just has continued to make himself better every, every week, every month, every year. Um, worked his way from a third, fourth liner to being a first line player is, is what is our, you know, led our team in scoring before he got injured last year and is also our best defensive forward. So uh, he's, he's earned this in spades and, and our guys were thrilled for him because they know the work he's done there to earn this opportunity. Feel like it's a weekly question that we ask, but we check on the kids with you, uh, Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach Kulik, Rosane, Mason Jobs getting in on the action. You know, just talk a little bit about the play of your forwards here, the, the youth on this team stepping up and, and just elevating their game here the last few few games. Yeah, and it's been nice to have Savoy. Obviously, we wish we could have him all year, but but I don't get to make the rules. Um, you know, Savoy, Kulik, and Rosane, you know, it's a line that you put together and, and it's feast or famine a little bit. You know, are they going to be, you know, mature enough 
to be good defensively, to be able to play together, and, and they certainly were. They scored as a line in every game. Uh, they were on the score sheet uh, each night. They they were strong defensively. They they played really good. So that was that was outstanding to see. I mean, it's it's hard enough to play in this league at uh, 19, 20 years old, but then to be drivers of the team at that age is is very rare. Uh, it's a real credit. To, to those guys and, and they're playing really good hockey right now uh it's been fun to see rosane's on the penalty kill he's playing great defense as well so uh that it's been fun to see the growth and the maturation uh in their game and then and a guy like mason yopston is another example we take a lot of pride in making all of our players better not just our prospects and uh he's a guy that you know uh some of our older guys, you know, Michael Mersh, Ethan Prow, Mason Yops, Sean Malone, Larry Pilot in the past. Like these guys have had career years here with us. And uh, Mason Yops coming off a career year, and obviously he's off to a really good start again. Uh, Amherst head coach Seth Appert, our guest, the team home Wednesday and Friday night. Uh, news wasn't all great over the weekend, considering you did have an injury. Uh, Brandon Warren, uh, Seth, how long will he be out? If it's a broken jaw, can't come on, send him out there with a broken jaw. Just, just kidding. So he tried to stay out there. Um, he didn't think it hurt. So, but, uh, He's um, we're gonna miss him. That's a real credit to him. How valuable he's made himself. Uh, that he's an identity driver in our team now, and uh, he's gonna be all probably six weeks. So uh, we have had a rash of injuries to our forward group. Uh, game injuries: uh, Warren, Kisikoff, Noichev, Kozak, Weisbach are all uh, out right now. Um, some longer than others. So. So we're all of a sudden, and then Byro's called up. You know, you, you get pretty thin, and that's where your depth is tested. Uh, guys like Graham Flaggert stepped in last week. He played really good. Zach Metza stepped in on the back end because we are able to go 11-7. and seven. And uh, we'll see the, the pro debut of Olivier Nadeau uh, tomorrow as well, which will be mm. a great opportunity for him. All right, let's talk about tomorrow. It's the Crunch coming in, uh, and the first time that the Amherst will see the Crunch since uh, opening night. What do we know about the Crunch and, and how have they developed here over the course of the first month of the season? Hey, they look really good on video. They have a new coach this year, uh, but but a lot of familiar faces back uh, for them. Um, obviously, they were they were formidable last year. We had that great playoff series, so. Uh, they're they're physical. They're hard to play against. They don't give you a lot of time and space. Their defensive numbers are very strong right now. Um, so you know, I think is it's going to be a heck of a test. Uh, right now, Alex Barre Boulet is up in Tampa and playing very good up in Tampa. So uh, I watched a little bit of the Tampa game last night. I wasn't uh, disappointed to see him up there because he's been a menace down in the North Division the last couple of years. Um, so uh, maybe a little less high end uh than in nor in other years with guys like radish and barry belay up uh but still a very good team physically demanding game that they're gonna play seth uh i i'd love to get your thoughts here and i'm not gonna lie i was a little rattled uh reading and then the more you read about the story uh concerning adam johnson and i mean my son played youth hockey and every time you put a net guard around him and and you you just think my gosh you know could something like that ever happen and you know i, I don't know nobody would ever know if something like that would have ever uh, prevented it but do you think we should be kind of championing the cause here that at every level you know just use that extra protection yes uh i think the simple answer is yes and and we've already 
Uh, Andrew Stegahais, our equipment manager, and I were texting Sunday morning about it. Um, I woke up Sunday hoping to read that some of the reports were false and that he actually survived. Uh, just devastating and heartbreaking. Um, and uh, we've already taken steps. To, we've ordered every player um, cut-resistant uh, turtlenecks. Um, we've ordered more um, neck guards. You know, the guys wear them in the under-18 world championships that I've coached at. It's not that big of a deal. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, working with management on, on, you know, potentially making it even mandatory. In the American League, you can mandate those things as an organization. Um, NHL, you cannot because of the collective bargaining agreement, the Players Association. So uh, it's sometimes easier to do that here. And and, uh, I, I think we'll probably head in that direction. Um, and, and we want to, you know, support our players and make them as safe as possible. And the technology has gotten to the point that they're not cumbersome anymore. And, uh, we have, uh, I think we have six or seven guys wearing them this week, just on their own. Uh, and I think we'll head towards, uh, you know, towards, towards mandatory. I would, uh, I would imagine here in the, in the near future. Uh, Seth, I asked for my, uh, you know, I, I gave my opinion on, on the hit by Pat Grave. And the disclaimer I used was, okay, it's only the one angle we've seen of this hit. And sometimes you see things from different angles like, oh, okay, that looks a lot different. But what what did you see on that play? I haven't watched it. Good. Good. I will, I, Me neither. I, have, uh, I, uh, I, I can't watch it. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I've watched Adam Johnson play since he was a kid in high school in Minnesota and uh, watched him in the USHL in college and Obviously, he's a great player, great pro, unbelievable teammate from everything you hear, and uh, that's just not something I can uh, that I'm going to be willing able to watch. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. I mean, like the 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 replay that was circulating around it was uh, it was tricky yesterday, Coach. I was doing everything I could just to log off and and not have that cross my feed. Um, scary, uh, scary sight. Obviously, tragic sight, and then to hear word that that you know his family was indeed. Watching, you know, like uh, on a live stream, it's it's um, man, it's chilling. It's it's a reminder of of you know the dangers that we all that we all take every day when we uh, when we partake in our favorite activities or our favorite sports, and and you know we really shouldn't take any of it for granted. No, we shouldn't for sure. I had a, it happened to a player of mine when I coached at RPI. Um, got a skate across the neck. Um, Probably it was within minutes of dying. Uh, oh. We had a pre-med major on our team that oh. got to him first and likely saved his life because he uh, grabbed a clean towel, had the presence of mind to not infect him and, and grabbed a clean towel and um, gave pressure and bought time for the, the medical teams to get to him. Um, and it was scary. And and uh, it's not something I ever want to see again. And so I think that, you know, certainly at levels that where you can, you know, youth hockey and junior hockey and, and, and uh, college, and um, I won't be surprised at all um, if we see this become uh, commonplace that, that people are wearing as, as much protection as possible because it just makes sense. Yeah. Seth, the, the, the question I have for you is, it's my opinion that the hockey community – as compared to other sports, is so unbelievably close. Like when you had the humble bus accident, and maybe it's just a human nature thing, like, oh, my gosh, that could have been us, or we see this, but it's a tough question to ask. But do you think that's true, and why would that be true? 
That's a good question. Um, I do think that the hockey community is close. Is it closer than other sports? You know, I, I don't know. I'm not involved in the other sports, right? But, um, you know, it's a little smaller of the major sports. It's a little smaller. I think it's a little more unique. It's played in, you know, less areas of the country and the world. Um, I, I think there's a, uh, you know, there's a mentality and a spirit to hockey, a blue collarness, even though it's become a, a sport that's too expensive. Um, but it is a blue collarness at heart. Uh, it, it's a very humble sport. Uh, where where people deflect praise and and share praise with teammates more than themselves and so I think all those things add up to where uh, there is a real community and a spirit around hockey um, and and we are fortunate to play the game that we love and and uh, like I said it's it's our goal as an organization to do everything we can to put our players in the best position to be safe when they're doing so. The Amherst riding a three-game winning streak into tomorrow night's matchup against Syracuse. You can hear the action on the fan Rochester. You can go to Blue Cross Arena Wednesday night. Friday night, Utica coming to town. So uh, a couple of games on deck here at Blue Cross Arena in front of the home fans. Uh, head coach Seth Appert joining us here in the sports bar, Halloween edition. And coach, yesterday or last week when we spoke to you, you, you made no bones about it. You're a full candy bar guy at the door. If you're trick-or-treating and you happen to come across, across the uh, Appert household, you're getting the full candy bar. And I'm hoping you get a lot of hundred grands in the uh, in the candy tax when uh, when you get that haul at the end of the night. Yeah, hey, the hundred grands would be uh, be fun to see. That is for sure. I'd say uh, Halloween's a great day. Excited to see some of the uh, the kids' costumes. Those are buzzing around, and uh, uh, these are the days. Our daughters are older now. Uh, these are the days you miss your kids being uh, that elementary school age because it's about as good as it gets. All right, Seth. Uh, I I am championing this this cause here, and this cause is this. Parents should go and look through their candy, uh, their kids' candy tonight, and if there's any Hershey bars, <laughs> throw them in the trash. Or, you, you know, if you feel guilty about that, then, then take it down to Food Link and, and give it uh, to, you know, somebody who actually might need it. But no Hershey bars in your mouth, please, tonight. I agree with that. Uh, reject the Hershey bars, grab the hundred grams, and maybe deliver a couple over the bench tomorrow at the game. We have to check to make sure that hundred grand isn't actually manufactured by Hershey. That wouldn't surprise me. I hope it isn't. No, no. don't ruin anything for no. me. But why are you gonna bring that up? Uh, yeah, I think, no, it, I think it's a Nestle. I want to say it's a Nestle. It's a Nestle product. I'm pretty sure we're we're safe. I'm I'm sure we're safe, Coach <laughs> Seth. Appreciate your time as always. Best of luck this weekend, and look forward to talking to you again next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. You got Thanks, it there. Seth. Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach. It's a Nestle bar. That's what I just said. Yes. yes. I, do I know my stuff? Do I know my stuff? Yes, the Nestle brand. Well, you, you second-guessed yourself. Hey, for a second there. I hope it wasn't. Maybe that would be – we don't want to be frauds. We don't want to be contradictory. No, but that would be kind of cool. Like, look, if your kids come home with uh, you know Hershey stuff, then I'd be like, guys, we we have to do this. Sorry, honey. Throw it out. Yeah. Um. Always great catching up with Seth Appert, and this is a this is a, a weird week, man. Hockey as a community is facing something that it hasn't faced ever. I mean this this has the potential to be an explosive kind of story. It really is one of those. All right, this happened. I, I've read a lot of. And I'd appreciate any lawyer that wants to weigh in here, but. If it happens on the ice like that, it's difficult to determine intent. So that's why, like a lot of legal experts, think that there will be no charges from mm. this. It's it's going to be difficult. But you look at the play; that's not a hockey play, 
And I know you don't want to see it. Seth doesn't want to see it. I had to look at it, and I'm like, no, that is not a hockey play. That looks pretty dirty to me. All right, before we uh, do a, a quick recap of all of the NFL's trade deadline activity, including a new player for the Buffalo Bills at corner, Yeah, um, let's do who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football, Gino. Yeah, hot in fantasy football. Eight, well, you're going to have to like find somebody else for this week, but 17 straight games with a touchdown? <laughs> Has there ever been an easier play? Right now, than uh, than uh, our guy there, Christian McCaffrey, out in San Francisco, danger. He's uh, yeah, he's going to win. He's going to win your league if yeah. you were fortunate enough to be able to get him uh, early in your first round. Chances are you're you're doing very well for yourself in fantasy football this season. Yeah, and uh, you know who's cold in fantasy football? Um, I'm giving it to anybody on that Arizona team. Danger. I'm just picking against them, going against the Cleveland team <laughs> coming in this you. week. Willing your survive yes. and advance pick to happen. Well, and look, until they get Kyler Murray back and everything will look better, that's a team that's clearly tanking. So who's the rookie running back? We're all excited. Uh, DeMicardo, is that how you say his name? Yeah, no, he's not anything. Cold. Who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football? Brought to you by Airquip Heating and Air Conditioning. It's fun and challenging to know when to start a player that's heating up or bench one who's cooling off. It's not fun to be too hot or too cold in your home or business. Make the best lineup call you can and call Airquip today. All right, we have uh, an NFL trade deadline to recap, and we'll do that next in the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. If you want pure, unfiltered, unadulterated sports, you've come to the right place. 95.7 FM, the fan, Rochester. All right, back in the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia. Glad you're with us today. Halloween, NFL trade deadline day. Lots happening. The Buffalo Bills weren't just sitting on their hands. Some action today from Brandon Bean and the boys. Yeah, so the uh, Bills were busy. They did it again. This was, what, right when we were talking to Matt Perino about 3.40 uh, Eastern time, the news came across that the Bills picking up a corner uh, and a really good one, Rasul Douglas coming over from Green Bay, uh, this in exchange for a pick swap, essentially. Now, remember, the Bills have an extra third-rounder next year, uh, the compensatory pick uh, for uh, linebacker Tremaine Evans. Now, I'm not sure which of the two. I don't think they can actually trade that one away because they haven't been awarded that sure. one, technically. So this is a third for a, fit, for a fifth. Danger, like, this is a great move for the Buffalo Bills because I think Douglas automatically becomes your corner two this year, and if he balls out, he's an option for you next year as well. Yeah, um, lots of questions in the future as far as what that means for Tremaine Edmonds. I'm sorry, what that means for Trey White yeah. uh, at corner for the Buffalo Bills, but at minimum, you've got somebody now that steps in and is an immediate upgrade at the position and can certainly help bolster this Bills defense at a time when you need you need help at corner. Um, I wonder what this means for the future of Kyrie Elam. It's not going to make him getting on the field any easier, but now you have him, again, as kind of like a depth piece, which is what you, you didn't really want out of your first-round draft pick, a guy you traded up to get. Uh, Razul Douglas most likely going to keep Trey, uh, I'm sorry, Kyrie Elam, uh, inactive on game days. Yeah, and for anybody that uh, thinks, oh, you know, D2, D3, Razul Douglas started in junior college. Then he balled out there and he got over to West Virginia. So he's actually been in the league for quite some time. You don't realize that uh, coming into the league with Philadelphia in 2017. And, oh, well, he wasn't with Sean McDermott, but I think he counts as a Carolina Panther yeah. in 2020, right? Yeah, he was uh, with the Panthers, I want to say, during the uh, the COVID season. 
So there's a, there's a move for the Buffalo Bills. If you're waiting for the Bills to improve on trade deadline day, you got it with the move to acquire uh, Rasul Douglas from the Green Bay Packers for a third-round pick, and you also get an extra fifth-round pick from Green Bay as well. Arizona traded uh, Josh Dobbs to the Minnesota Vikings, who are in need of a quarterback with uh, Kirk Cousins being out for the rest of the regular season. Uh, The Vikings sending a sixth-round pick to the Cardinals. Arizona adding a seventh-rounder back with Dobbs, so a pick swap for for Josh Dobbs, now uh, the quarterback in Minnesota. Where Minnesota's already said, okay, it is going to be Jaron Hall this week as they're taking on Atlanta. It'd be really hard to bring on a quarterback and kind of onboard them. And boy, you know, for Viking fans, we're thinking, oh, could we get Jameis Winston? Could we perhaps get uh, Ryan Tannehill? No, you get Dobbs. And you're going to like it. I mean, that's that's a secret tank move, is it not? Hmm. You had to get some warm body, I guess. I think Dobbs Dobbs is a smart guy. He's a smart, smart quarterback. That was the the, the thing on him coming out of college, right? I remember the scouting report. Like this guy is his IQ is off. He's like he's highly yeah. intelligent. Um, so I have a feeling he'll be able to pick up that that Vikings offense within the next couple of weeks, and we'll see him out there, and we'll see if he can execute. But. Um, man, I, I can't wait for our conversation with Andy Barons later this week. Talk some fantasy football and what this means for the Jordan Addisons, the TJ Hawkinsons, the Alexander Madisons, the Cam Akers, the, the pieces of that Minnesota Vikings offense. Now that you're going to be without Kirk Cousins for the rest of the season, you have a little bit more clarity as to who else might be back there behind center. So the, the line actually moved a little bit here. It's gone uh, now Minnesota getting five. So it only moved a half point. And tomorrow we'll be joined by P.J. Glasser. You're, 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 uh, th- like, this guy isn't good, Jaron Hall. Like, why is the line only five, though? We really think that little about Atlanta here? Well, I think Atlanta doesn't really know who they're starting a quarterback either. And once we have a little clarity on that side of the field, then maybe we know if that so, line okay. moves in. Okay, so if it's uh, if it's if we get okay, it's Ritter. Okay, that's why it's at five. I would think Heineke might actually add maybe, a little more. Maybe I mean either one of them. Neither one is a great option. I think Heineke just has has more of a fire to him in his game is what we've seen for years. I mean, he's not the most gifted athletic quarterback. He can't make all the throws. He was in a playoff game. He didn't go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady, but the Buccaneers couldn't put him away. Yeah, That's the one thing. I, yeah, they hung with him. He can hang. Um, speaking of the Cardinals, by the way, with Dobbs being shipped to Minnesota, it'll be Clayton Toon likely getting the start this Sunday against the Browns. This Ooh. is Gene's survive in advance pick it for is, Week 9. It is. I, I, like, I woke up this morning and I thought, all right, I'm going to have to defer, but all the reports out of Arizona now, now that Dobbs is out, is it's going to be Clayton Toon. And you... The story that came across yesterday, it should have been the tell that they were trading Dobbs, right? Like, we're going to go with Clayton Toon. Like, really? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? You, you you thought so much of Clayton Toon that you went out and traded for Dobbs in the first place. Yeah, right. But now that uh, Kyler Murray, apparently Kyler Murray isn't coming back this week. And maybe that's a good thing for Kyler Murray. I don't think he would want to come back against the Browns defense. He's ramping it up, and we'll see Kyler Murray at some point here in the course of the next couple of weeks, it looks like. All right, other trades from today. And the Washington uh, Commanders certainly look like they are tearing it down as a couple of uh, defensive linemen getting dealt today. First, Montez Sweat uh, going to Chicago, and the Commanders gain a second-round pick in the 2024 draft in exchange for the former first-round defensive end. 
Sweat is in the final year of his rookie deal. The Bears happen to have a ton of cap space for 2024, and, and they could use that cap space in part okay, for time, a contract extension. Time out. Then why not just sign him as a free agent? Why not just you are Gee, you are paying a second-round pick for, what, eight games? You can't. You no, know, you'll have him long-term. I mean, No, 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 no. Follow me. You want Montez Sweat. You had two options. Wait till he goes to free agency or trade for him now. So you could have waited to free agency. I, you could have, but the Bears this season have no pass rush. They have 10 sacks total for this season. Montez Sweat alone has six and a half. You hope that this helps bolster your pass rush a little bit. You Look, you can't be that outwardly bad and just say, you know what? Yes, the, the tank is on. We are absolutely taking like it's bad in Chicago. You have the extra draft picks from your trade last year with Carolina. You have the cap space. I don't hate the move as long as Montez Sweat is still a good football player, and I don't know that he is at this point. Well, I, that's where I, it's not the way I would build a team. Let's just put it that way. I don't think that well, you're this, none of this is ideal. Yeah. They're going to tear it to the studs in the offseason. They're going to fire everybody and start from scratch because that's what the Bears do. They're going to they're in this endless loop. And the, by the way, speaking of the Commanders, Chase Young also dealt today, and that one is oh, wow is a little bit more painful. He goes to the Niners. For a third-round pick. So the Niners give up a third in exchange for Chase Young, former defensive rookie of the year. And the thought of Nick Bosa on one side and Chase Young on the other. The two Ohio State guys on either end of that defensive line. Yikers. Yeah, it's a it's a Niner team that can you win by defense and have a quarterback manager. That's like that. Can you do that in 2023? I think that's smart, though. They recognize, look, our defense has an issue. We haven't been good defensively the last three games. We need to get out to early leads. Bosa only has two sacks. Like, honestly, like he's getting to the quarterback, but he can't finish. This will help for sure. Um, there's a handful of other uh, deals that that were done. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones from the Browns, you know, eh, okay. Ezra Cleveland goes to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but those are the big ones. That's those are the big moves, and it wasn't active. I think the, I, I saw a stat that said this was the most active NFL trade deadline day since what 2009, maybe. Well. When we first started doing the show, it was always a nothing, right? Hey, and then you get the four o'clock, and everybody that was the old GM mentality. This the team we bring to camp is yeah, the team yeah. we're gonna I'm like. No, yeah. it's fluid. You've got to always be managing the cap, and you have to recognize when to cut your losses. Happy hour next in the sports bar, and we will um, we will continue to discuss the Bills making a move for a corner here, Rasul Douglas, now Buffalo Bill, inbound from Green Bay. Uh, and we'll start to look ahead to Sunday night's game against Cincinnati as well. Lots to unpack from Seth Appert, Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard, who join us in the three o'clock hour. And you could always join us by by uh, being a part of the conversation on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. Uh, that number is five eight five eight six six four three two six eight six six four F A N. Award winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. The new location at one thirty five West Commercial Street in East Rochester. Goodsmokebbq.com.